Today's episode is sponsored by Sonos Arc, the premium smart sound bar for TV, movies, music, gaming, and more. Stay tuned for additional details about Sonos Arc later in today's show. Start or no Zoom, now we're here. Brian McFadden, Pat Peterson, all things covered. You guys see the banner right in front of us. You see on the Jumbotron, we're here. TCO Performance Center, home of the Minnesota Vikings. Man, this is a big time show. We decided to bring the show on the road. If you guys have been following the show, usually me and Pat P, he's at one part of the country, I'm on another. But guess what? We're here right now. We're also joined by two outstanding members of the Minnesota Vikings, defensive all-pro linebacker from UCLA, Bruins stand-up. Oddly enough, he's only made one Pro Bowl, which was in 2019. We're going to talk about that disrespect a little later in the show. All-pro linebacker Eric Kendricks is joining us here, all things covered. But you sit sitting next to Eric on his right side, your left. Superstar, emerging superstar at the wide receiver position. Second appearance. Second appearance, friend of the show, family of the show, former LSU Tiger Justin Jefferson. The gritty, as we like to call him, <laughs> is joining us as well. Of course, we got Pat P, man. Yes, sir. Got an opportunity of watching you guys at practice, man. And this is what we're going to call skull check-in. Yeah, skull okay. check-in. This is a skull check-in. So this is all for the Viking fans. If you don't like the Vikings, oh, well, you're going to participate in this skull check-in <laughs> right now. Pat P, man, outstanding day on the grass with the guys. How you feeling? I'm uh, feeling pretty good. You know, um, you know, had two days off, so the body should feel fresh. You know what I mean? So didn't have an opportunity to play in that Saturday game, but – Felt good get back, getting back out on the grass and getting with the guys for sure. Of course, you guys played the General Broncos this past Saturday. It's more for the younger guys, but eventually we will see some of the starters uh, take part in the preseason. Eric, man, I just talked about only one Pro Bowl on your resume. <laughs> I mean, lengthy resume. You've been doing some big-time damage against opposing offenses. Disrespect, why? Why do you disrespect I don't know. You know, I feel like uh, my whole career, you know, from high school to college, you know, college to pros, it's kind of been that way. But, uh I'm just going to keep putting the work in, keep letting the years stack, and then, you know, we'll just look back at the career and see how it went. And looking at the defense, you know, we talked off camera, the injuries clearly, clearly played a big-time factor in the lack of success. How, you know, what are your thoughts about this upcoming defense for this season? You know, it's exciting. You know, we have a, we have a clean slate, obviously, and, and a lot of new members of the team. But, you know, uh, I feel like uh, – the core is still there. You know, we still go out there. We get our work in on the field. Uh, we hustle to the ball, and then uh, we make plays. So, you know, I'm excited to, to bring that aspect of it myself. No Pat P as well. As well. But, uh, you know, let's just see how, how it falls. Yeah, and I can add to that. My man Eric has been having an awesome uh, training camp thus far. We know you got banged up a little bit last week, young fella. How you feeling so far right now? I'm feeling pretty good, actually. Uh, the shoulders getting back right, um, starting to feel the you know mobility and, and stuff back. So I'm just ready to be back in action. I don't I don't like missing practice. So uh, to actually be out there on the field, actually you know suiting up, it feels good to be back. Man, I I know that's right. I do. I know for me for sure. I hate missing practice as well. I had to get on my coach last week about you know getting me a little bit too yeah. cold. I said, man, this body got to stay hot, man. I can't get too cold a little bit. But um, obviously, your first time back on the field today. How did you feel? Did you, did you feel a little winded or um, okay um we've been doing like uh like little workouts on the side right. with the uh training staff so um winded not really but um i guess just just excited to to be back in yeah. action be back running routes and uh be back catching the football right what was the player reaction from this past saturday's ball game guys 
was watching. You saw a lot of young uh, players out there getting some experience. Clearly wasn't the outcome you guys hoped for, but individually speaking, you know, what did you see from some of the young guys that participated this past Saturday against the Broncos? I think, um, you know, for, obviously, like you said, it wasn't the result we wanted, and, you know, we could have done a lot better in, in many areas, but um, I feel like we got a lot of good looks to where, you know, we can all learn from it. You know, people who didn't play as well as people who played. Um, people that people are going to attack us in the same way maybe that they that they attacked us this past weekend. So right. hopefully we can learn from that and, and move on from that going forward. What about the offense, Justin? Um, I mean, I felt like we were a little slow, um, uh, especially to start it off. But uh, as the game went on, um, I mean, A.J. was doing some some great stuff at the running back position. Mm-hmm. Uh, receivers just getting their, getting their feet wet. You know, a lot of them. Uh, it's bright lights out there in that stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, everybody just getting their feet wet and just trying to get used to that NFL ball. And, and, you know, watching the film, my advice I gave the guys, it just seemed like they was playing a little bit too fast. Mm-hmm. You know, just got to let allow the game to slow down for you, allow, allow yourself to be able to think through processes while you're on the field so you can be able to be successful in that down, you know. So just for the most part, the guys was anxious, obviously, to be back yeah. out there for the first time in a while. Um, but I think that this next outcome should be a, definitely a better outcome for them because now they understand, you know, the speed of the game. They mm-hmm. understand, you know, what's going to come at, at them, knowing, understanding the situation, understanding the personnel that's in front of them. Now they have hot tape out there. So yeah, right. I'm excited to see them go out there and give it a run again. And speaking of the excitement, give the, the fans a sneak peek on some young guys they might not know of right now, but some guys that can really – do some positive things for this organization given the opportunities offensively who you who, who's caught your eye um i mean everybody has been doing some crazy crazy things in camp but uh amir uh 15 he, mm-hmm. he's been doing some some great phenomenal stuff um i mean kellen has been been doing some stuff he need to you know get the tempo up a little bit but uh he he's definitely going to be a problem uh later to come yeah uh, I think I think DJ's have, having a good camp, you know, DJ Warner. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we saw a lot of him last year due to injury, but um, I think coming into the second year, I feel like uh, he's matured a lot. And um, especially for D-linemen, I feel like it's a, it's a hard position to just come in as a rookie and, and, and play the run and play the pass and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm very excited to see how he does this, this year, too. Yeah. What about you, Pete? Um, for me, um, i probably say I stand a secondary, Chris Boyd. You know, I thought he had a solid 29, game. right? Yeah, 29. I yeah. thought he had a great game. Um, well, a good game uh, Saturday. You know, he had a couple pass breakups. Um, just a couple things that we needed to clean up was his eyes, and he came to practice and fixed that. You know, that's one of the things that, you know, you can tell he's a guy that, that cares about the game and want to put good tape out there. And today I thought he had a phenomenal practice, mm-hmm. you know, you know, with – far as with his eyes, his leverage, squeezing routes. So that's one of the young guys I'm, I'm excited to see give it another crack um, uh, Saturday against the Colts at yeah. some point um, because you can tell he, he's trying to take his game to the next level. Yeah. Now, eventually, you know, the real bullets will start to fly. The right. regular season will mm-hmm. start. And I think it's safe to say in the NFC North, everyone is chasing the Green Bay Packers. What do you guys need to do? And, Pat, you know, you were – a newcomer to this division, yep. but you guys have been a part of this division for, for quite some time. What do you need to do to be able to not just catch the Green Bay Packers, but surpass them as well? I mean, I think we uh, we did it last year, but uh, I think it's so important to, just to win when we're at, we're at their house. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, you start off fast. You know you're gonna you know you're gonna get uh, pressured all day. You know you're gonna have to play all four quarters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, 
Um, just getting the win there. You know, I mean, I don't know if we play here or there first. I have no idea. Yeah. You know, I, I really don't care. But, um, you know, it's going to be a battle every single time. Yeah. What about you, Jesse? Um, I mean, just like just like he said, we did it last year. So, um, I mean, we, we had those few missing pieces last year that we needed to, to correct. And uh, I feel like we have those pieces now, uh, especially from the defensive side, having some uh, some new players on that defensive side. And on offense, we was the fourth offense last year. So uh, we still have the same guys that we had last year, and we even added some new new players to the offense. So uh, I'm very, very excited for this team uh, this upcoming year. And uh, with anybody, not even just the Green Bay, I feel like we're going to go uh, pretty far. When you look at Justin, when it comes to the celebration, I think he became a household name, yeah. not in Minnesota, but in LSU, hitting us with the gritty. Yeah. You got any new celebration for us this year? Anything uh, new you've been working on? I'm not, I'm not changing the gritty until Madden put it on the game. So, uh -oh. oh, they don't have it on the game yet? No. That's uh -oh. disrespectful. It very is. It very is. Yeah, they, they, they gonna, they'll find a way to put it on the game. It's not on there yet. So until then, gritty, gritty me up. It is. Gritty is it on up. Fortnite? Yeah, it's on Fortnite. So, wait a minute. They <laughs> have on. the gritty on Fortnite, but, but they don't have Madden. the gritty on Madden. Come on, EA Sport. Come on, know. EA. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> the disrespect definitely is real. Well, hey, I tell you this much. Anytime you're doing the gritty, something good happened for the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I don't think you have any complaints from the fans <laughs> that see the gritty. That see the gritty. We look at this coaching staff, man. I mean, you got some, you got some new pieces here or there. Everyone has been ex extremely hopeful about what yeah. this season could could be for the Minnesota Vikings and the entire city, entire state. But, you know, with the coach Zimmer and his staff, man, what has he been emphasizing to the guys? I mean, this past week, especially, you know, just the dis discipline in the, in the game, you know, knowing the situation, knowing the down the distance, you know, just things like jumping off sides, especially, you know, we had a couple of mistakes last week. So um, just going forward, um, not letting the situation get too big, you know, and knowing, knowing, okay, it's, it is third and four, you know, we, we can get a hard count, you know, just, just keeping that in the back of your mind. Uh, I would say uh, bringing the physicality, um, just knowing what you need to do and uh, executing every single play uh, to its full potential. And um, last, I mean, this past week, we didn't really do that as much, especially from the offensive side. Uh, so really just just keep pushing it uh, no matter, you know, if it's a run or if it's a pass, uh, just giving it your 100% and, and be physical every single play. Yeah, um, with with me, I probably take away uh, probably with him being uh, having a point of emphasis of uh, situational football. Mm -hmm. You know, really understanding how big that point swing can be before half on defense, not letting this team score before halftime on offense, scoring before halftime, because your 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 win percentage goes up if you're on defense and you're stopping. If you're on offense, you score. And the same thing at the end of the game, two minutes. Yeah. You know, just putting us in those situations at all times to where when it presents itself, it won't be a foreign language to us. So gotcha. he, the uh, point of emphasis for sure I'm taking away is definitely a uh, situation of football. Well, for the, our viewers and listeners that have been following the show, you know, we always transition to the superlative part of the show with our guests. So we're going to go add this right now. I know uh -oh. you handle pressure well. And I know you handle pressure well as well. So this should be <laughs> easy peasy for you, right? Your honest, unbiased answer, right? Who do you hate more, USC or Green Bay? Uh-oh. USC. Oh, I'm surprised. And why is yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Y'all got a special beef over there. It's, 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 it's crazy because I've always, I feel like, I feel like it's honestly my dad went to UCLA. So uh -huh. it's a little bit different. And that same, and it's that like same, same family breath. time. Yeah. yeah. 
And, I, and, and um, USC never recruited me. I mean, that's besides the point. Never but recruited never recruited me. You know, um, <laughs> and also, I feel like, you know, it's crazy because we had this, this crazy beef in college about, you know, USC, UCLA, and, you know, uh, but every time I, I hung out with a USC guy, you know, it was just like we were just like like friends because it's like we're, we both live in L.A., you know, mm-hmm. We're, mm-hmm. we're probably both from California. So right. we're really more similar than we are different, which is crazy. But yeah, yeah. I probably say he I knew he'd probably go at college because it's almost oh, you like knew that. He, yeah, kind of, because it's the almost like different. Yeah, it's just different in college. You know that. Yeah, it is. It is. It's it is different. But it's some teams, man, like in your division, like you, you really s- hate them. And I, like, and, I, and, I, and I feel the same way about Green Bay. Like, right. you know, it's, it's there for sure. You hate <laughs> Green Bay, but, but you really hate, it's hate just you different. It's just different. <laughs> it's just All right. different. For you, Justin, you're an emerging superstar right now, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're hitting that, that uh, uh, trajectory of being a superstar. So when you become su- like a superstar, you meet a lot of different people. Your famous childhood celebrity crush you would love to meet is who? Uh, boy or girl? Either or. Um, I'll give you both. Uh-huh. A girl, Rihanna. Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. Gotta see her. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, for a male, um, I would say Drake. Drake is my favorite artist. Favorite so, artist, yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess I'll pick so Drake. So Rihanna's favorite celebrity crush, but your favorite artist is Drake? No. Okay. I got one for you now. I'm going to come back to you, Jet. Um, <laughs> best song you listen to, your favorite song you listen to right now. Right on now. Your, on, on your tunes. Oh, I got some. Uh, I've been listening to some music too. <laughs> um, I've been on that. I've been on that baby heart, that little baby okay. heart. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to say with that. I'm gonna have to say with that. Okay, uh, that little Dirk and little okay. baby right now. I got that you. Okay, been been hitting my ears right now. Yeah. Okay, Eric, for you, the one running back you really wanna. <gasps> Give him that ha, but you haven't really got an opportunity to put that helmet on real decent yet. <laughs> Who is that? Who's the run running back you really hadn't got a chance to really piece up real nice yet? Just yet. Mm. You itching for the opportunity. And I really want to hit him. You really want to hit him. What team? What team? Uh, Philip Lindsay? Lindsay? Philip from the Broncos. Oh, Bron- he Broncos. Broncos. He was with yeah. the Broncos. Houston now. Oh, he's in Houston. Houston. We played against each other. And every single time, like, I had an opportunity. He was He's slippery, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And, Smaller uh, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time I would, thought I was going to get a good hit on him, he was he was, he, he ran out of bounds. <laughs> and I was so mad. We were, we were both talking the whole time. You know, he's, he's super competitive, <laughs> right. you know. Uh-huh. But he had a couple of good runs where I was just like, oh, damn, I want to get right. that, you know. But, yeah. So I'll say him. Were you guys – was he at Colorado when he was at uh, UCLA? I don't know. Maybe. I don't so. I don't, well, he may be. Maybe. I don't Y'all don't play Houston this year, though, right? No. Nope. Uh, so you won't get chances. To... I literally have no idea the schedule. I'll just show up whenever they tell us to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Philip Lindsay. Well, <laughs> Philip Lindsay, if you didn't know, you got somebody who really want to, huh? Keep if he gets legal, legally. Head on legally. Yeah, because they, they, yeah, they will find anything. They will find anything. Justin, a car you would like to purchase you haven't bought yet? Uh... I'm gonna have to say a Bugatti. Mm. I'm gonna just, just. Yeah. I ain't saying I'm gonna ever buy it. Yeah. <laughs> just any Bugatti. Yeah. Any. 
Well, heck, it doesn't matter if you go to low cap, low class. That's no, still mean, about a mil, right? A couple mil, yeah. yeah. A couple mil. If you riding in coach in the Bugatti, <laughs> still be a couple mil. Okay, she got that. Oh man, since it was on the spot, let me see. Uh, Eric, top five linebackers in the game right now. Top five linebackers in the game. Um, and you inside, can, and inside. And you can include yourself. I'm number one. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Obviously, you got to put some respect on Bobby Wagner's name. Oh, yeah. Obviously, Fred, I like Fred Warner's game. Okay. I like Darius Leonard's game. I mean, this is the, like putting putting top five is pretty hard for it's me. Tough. You know what I mean? It just matters about because, like, there's a pass coverage aspect to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you got to respect. And there's obviously the run game. And um, to me, I feel like this is going to be my sleeper pick. I feel like when Deion Jones is on oh, from man. Atlanta, yeah, from Atlanta, sure. you know what I mean? LSU guy. Yeah, like he, he, his motor is crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, yeah. His playmaking ability is crazy. Yep. Yep. He covers his ass. Oop, he covers his butt off. Oh, you can you, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He covered, you know what I mean? And it's really fun to watch his film. That's how I feel. Okay, so, yeah. you know, um, that's my wild card pick, I guess. Gotcha. And Justin, you got, you got um, I got him. What is your favorite thing for Mama Elaine on the cookie? <laughs> I can't wait till I go back home. Uh, we talked about Missy laying them, them them cheesecakes, man. She stole me a cheesecake. She do. <laughs> she doing the cheesecake be hitting. Uh, but I'll have to say, uh, when when my dad cooked that crawfish at Touffee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it hit different. Oh, that gumbo. One of the two. One John, of the I know two. what he's doing with that Touffee. What? I ain't never had it, man. All right. He got to, 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 to put the a crib, pot together, man. man. Come to the crib. Come to the crib. <laughs> Last question for you, Justin. The one cornerback you want to see line up opposite of you you haven't played against yet. And Jalen you want Ramsey. To, oh, that's what you want. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. That game circle. That game circle Oh, you me. do have. What, what week is that? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, we, we know. We know Eric don't know the field. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> we know Eric don't. Ooh. Well, yeah, that, that, ooh, that that's going to be. And do y'all go out there or they come here? I, they come here. I, I but you know it's home. Yeah. That's what you want. Oh, oh that's a nice that's matchup. Cool. That's going to yep. be a nice matchup. Yep. Shoot for the stars. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Know that. No question. No question. But I appreciate hey, smoke, man. RIP. No question. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys joining us here. All things covered, man. Yes, it's a pleasure. We know we had a, a long day today, but took some time out to spend with us and our viewers, man. We definitely appreciate you. Best of luck this season. I gave my bold prediction for you guys already. I said you win the division and you at least make it to the NFC Championship game. So I just put my whole little luck on you guys. Y'all got to handle the rest because me and Pat P already said the final game should happen in SoFi Stadium yeah. in Los Angeles. La La Land. That should be Facts. the final game. So Facts. I just go ahead and got the pot started. Y'all got to finish it. Yeah, and we gotta up, start. up next, we got Pete Prisco who will be joining me. But he said he don't like you guys to win the division. And he's right over there. He, he said, yeah, that's why a lot of us don't really like him like that. You know, it is what it is. He's entitled to his own opinion. But up next, we got our very own Pete Prisco will be joining me and Pat P. See you in a few. Raising a Bar, sponsored by Sonos Arc, is back. This is where we talk about players who have the potential to raise their game to the next level. This week, I want to keep it in the Skull family. Justin Jefferson is my player. His rookie campaign, 88 receptions, 1,400 yards, seven touchdowns. I do believe he will improve every statistic that I just mentioned to you guys. And because of that, he is the raising the bar player. We're back. 
All Things Covered, Patrick Peterson, Brian McFadden, coming from TCO Performance Center, Minnesota, home of the Minnesota Vikings. We're now joined by our very own, CBS very own, Pete Prisco. Pete, first time on the show, and I felt like the first time, you know, with you coming on with us, we need to do it in person. So I didn't want to do Zoom. Three I wanted Broward guys. Three Broward <laughs> guys. the best of the three from Broward. In high school? <laughs> if you had to me. rank us, where would you rank us then? Who's one? One, <laughs> two, three. Oh, you're going to make me three. Okay. It sounds like a Pete Prisco no, thing I see to his, say. I, his game against Ely in high school, uh, against uh, St. Thomas, Thomas in high school, yeah. is still on YouTube, and you can go and watch it. Yeah. It was a one-man show. It was incredible. <laughs> Pat, you remember what you did that game? Man, I did everything. I was yeah. a kicker. I was a running back, quarterback, like receiver. Kicker. Yeah, I was kicking all side kicks. We got them back. <laughs> and I there was, was a late flag that cost you the game. Yeah, man, talking about that game. <laughs> I didn't know you can get a flag for having 10 men on the field. Yeah, That's right. what we got flagged for. I thought Defensive it was, offense. We, we punted the ball oh, off. Oh, you punted off. He fumbled. Pierre, um, I can't remember his last name. Lewis, I, I believe. Yeah. Fumbled the punt. You recovered? We, no, I didn't because I kicked it. I yeah. punted. I punted the ball. But your team recovered. Yes, we get the ball back. It's a minute and something left in the game. All we do is get the ball back, run two plays, we win. They run the dang, the next story. We got a flag saying that we had not enough men on the field, yeah. which is not a flag. Yeah. Mr. George, you know that we was at your house. But anyway, yeah, they cheat. They cheat St. Thomas. We kicked the ball off again. <laughs> yeah. Housed it. So now we got to come back on offense and – we couldn't make it because wow. they, they, they beat us by one point, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was 7-6 or yeah. it wasn't that. It was 13-12. 13-12, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Anybody, if you find it on YouTube, <laughs> watch it because it's amazing what he did in that game. Pete, and that's one thing I love about Pete Prisco. You know, the knowledge of the game yeah. clearly is, is mm-hmm. obvious with him. He thinks he knows everything when it comes to people he <laughs> debates against. But guess who always gets his number? Not you. You got abused all day today. I get abused all day. What are you talking about? You're an offer today. Offer? You haven't won really? yet. What you, guys, what you guys were debating? First of all, he thinks he knows more football than me. Okay. He we don't. Walked, well, we, he, walked, we he, walked in the building, uh-huh. and they were showing us around in there, and there was a picture of the Vikings from, the, from I guess, what year was that? I don't know. It was in the late 70s. 70s, 80s, early 80s. Uh-huh. And I pointed to this quarterback, and I said, who is that? Because he thinks he knows every guy from right. every year. He didn't know who it was. It was Tommy okay. Kramer. Okay, okay. But then I, I wasn't it. prepared. So oh, we were, we're watching practice, and we're having a whole debate. And I oh. asked him who threw the interception to Terrell Buckley in Michigan and Aaron Arbor. See, if you remember He didn't that. know the quarterback. So we went one for one today. Yeah, but it, no, 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 no. Anytime <laughs> an interception in a college game, it doesn't matter. You know football. You know football. Talking about the NFL. It doesn't matter. I know college and professionals. Yeah, I get you on the college side, no, you know. and I get you on the NFL side. No, no. We always have these debates. Plus, he also said you guys were going to win a division, and I debated him on that. I said Aaron Rodgers called him and had a little chat about that. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll prove you wrong in January. You might. In this January, is a good team. I'll prove you wrong. <laughs> With Pete and the knowledge he has of the game, and Pete has been covering the game for a long, long time. Pat Pete, he said this will be his 32nd. Super Bowl hmm. that he will be covering. It makes me old. Uh, yeah, that's, 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 me that's old. a long time. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's old as bread. That's a long time. But when you look at what Pete's been able to do, one thing I would like to talk about, every year Pete Prisco's come out with this um, um, uh, unbelievable uh, rankings of players. It's top 100, right? And this year, when you look at the top 100, Pat P, he didn't have you on the list. I, yep. I mentioned that to you during uh, the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at some of the guys he had, notable cornerbacks on the list. He had Jair Alexander at 14, Jalen Ramsey at 15, Xavier Howard 24, uh, Marlon Humphrey was 48, Stephon Gilmore 71, Tredavious White 78, Darius Williams, who I love at, out there in L.A. He's played yeah, pretty good yeah, football. Yeah, he had a great uh, He was 99. Pete, how do you come about your list 
and and Pat said he wasn't deserving of being on your list based on last year. And when you told him that I didn't have him on the list, what did I say back to you? I have nothing but utmost respect for him because I've had him on the list before many times. We've had that, many a conversation. And you said that would motivate him as well. And, yep. uh, well, you said he would motivate him. You said you motivate your cousin. Yeah. I said, yeah. No, what I do is I go through all the tape. I watch all the tape. Mm-hmm. And then I go and I talk to some personnel people and kind of get my i throw my opinion if somebody steers me in the wrong direction i'll go back and watch more right so it's not something i just throw it takes me a long time to do Mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a labor of love it's probably not worth the aggravation i get for it Mm -hmm. but i enjoy it you get harassed a lot for a lot i mean i I had there's an offensive line guy (laughs) that trains them down to offensive line masterminds and he got into it with me and kyle long they complained about my linemen and everything look it's all it's all an opinion right but it's based on doing the work, mm-hmm. watching the tape, and coming up with an analysis. And, it, and I've moved that thing around so many different times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How long does it normally take you to come through, come, uh, come up with that's the a, It's a long, it's a month-long five, process. Or, or yeah. About a month? But, yeah, it's a month-long process. So month. at the end of the year, so you normally come out with your with your list around March-ish? It's, no, it's probably about April, May, okay. in there, somewhere okay. in there. And I try. I started. I used to do fifty. Nobody uh-huh. did a list like that. I did it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Then the NFL Network started doing hundred, so I expanded it to hundred. So how you have time to do the draft and all this other stuff? Yeah, it's all in the process. The draft <laughs> is, and we've already started. Me and him have already started talking about next year's yeah. draft. Which yeah. quarterbacks we like? You right. know, that we, it's, yeah. He had an issue with my list of quarterbacks. Yeah, he had Sam, your top five. Yeah, my yeah. top five. I saw that yesterday, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Sam yeah. Howell won't yeah. be the first quarterback picked. Pete, that's going into this season. <laughs> he is the number one guy. This man has put up two years of real good play. How, why no, he's he been a be good player, one? but that's not. Is it your number one? Is it your top five? In college football or yeah, top it, five going into the draft? No, 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 it's not draft. It's coming into the college football So you have Carson season. Strong as the third best quarterback yes, in college Carson football. Carson Strong from the I, love, I think he's gonna, he might end up being the first quarterback. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. That's the thing about me and Pete Prisco. You know, we, we brainstorm a lot. We fight a lot, but usually we kind of see things the same way. Right. See, and, and when I go around and talk to players, I learn a lot from you guys. Like you told me in something that stuck with me for a long time. You said the bigger receivers don't give you – as much as trouble much as the smaller receivers who have the wiggle. Mm-hmm. And so that I, I put that in my head when I watch games. I, I look to see that. Right. And so I, I kind of learn from you guys as mm-hmm. I go through the process talking to you. Pete, who, who's probably been the biggest miss off your top 100? Uh, are we going back to Minka Fitzpatrick? No, I, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> a, a hit dog will holler. I just asked him a question, <laughs> and the first thing he said, are we going back to Minka? No, I'm just asking your personal opinion. Who's been the biggest miss? Well, that was a, that. In looking back on it, it was probably a little bit of a miss, and not a great. I mean, come on now. It wasn't. He's on there this year, so relax, Pete. He thinks every Steeler should be on the list. <laughs> Pete, no, listen. I don't think that way. But when you left, he left Minka off the list. Last year. off Coming Not off of 2019 when he, he had yeah. eight picks and like two for t- and whatever you know what? he had. And you know what? He I started out this year playing not that great, and then he really came on. So that's year. the biggest miss? No, there's been other. I had, I remember once I had, um, what was it, Michael Turner had come off oh, a big back. year mm-hmm. for the Falcons, and I had him in the top, nine, maybe it was like 99 or something. And when you looked at it, the wear and tear on his body, he mm-hmm. wasn't going to be a top 100 player the next year, and, and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. He, remember, because those yeah. running backs, they fall yeah, off they, quickly. Yeah, very so quick. he, he kind of, that was kind of a miss, too. Yeah, Pat, P, when me and P had an opportunity to watch practice today, we definitely was uh, intrigued about what we saw. And one thing I know you've talked about personally to me, getting to the Super Bowl, yep. getting to the big dance. You know, for you guys to get to that level, that, that type of ball game, what do you need to do? 
uh, team first wise. and foremost, stay healthy. Yeah. You know, stay healthy and just continue holding guys accountable. You know what I mean? Because it's going to take every guy that's in the defensive uh, room that makes the team here in the next couple of weeks. We're going to need every helping hand. We can't have any weak links. Mm-hmm. You know, so the biggest thing is obviously staying, staying healthy, holding guys accountable, and, and that ultimately putting the work in. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I feel like if you do those top two things, putting the work in will come easy. Yeah. Your ski, your fitness defense. They don't play. They hadn't played as much man as you did in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Are they going to play more man now oh, yeah. with you here? Is that? Is yeah. I mean, I mean, I, you guys were at practice yeah, you, half a practice. Yeah, so we yeah. was when Zim. That's what he wants to play. He wants to get in receiver faces, disrupt the timing between um, the receivers and the quarterback. And you know, that's something that me and Breland did over a course of our career. And, you know, I feel most comfortable there. You know, I, I love getting my hands on receivers. Love having an opportunity to knock them off that red line like DBs always talk about. Um, so I, I think it's a perfect fit for me. Is that why you leaned up to play more? I mean, because we haven't said this, but he's down. He looks like a different guy. He's what, yeah. what are you, 195? <laughs> yeah, one by 195. Different, he looks like a different – he looks younger. He looks like a different guy, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. No question. It runs so, in our family, though. Yeah, well, you're, you're aging poorly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, but is that is that going to help you in your man coverage? You think? Oh, I, I believe so. It makes me a little bit more agile. Um, I, I believe I can be quicker on my feet. Um, you know, just dialing in, just being able to stay square at the line of scrimmage is the yeah. my biggest thing for me. And I believe that's when I'm at my best when I'm able to stay square at the line of scrimmage, force the receiver to go where I want him to go. And that's something I've been working extremely hard on this year. And I feel like you know, getting light as possible will help put me in better position. Pat, one thing I noticed during the individual period, watching the cornerbacks, you know, go over their drills, the press technique, and you guys were taught to mirror in front of the wide receiver. But I noticed you had your hands tucked in. Yeah. Why is that? Um, Because, like, most DBs have a habit of dropping their hands, uh-huh. dropping them down to their waist side or dropping them down behind their butt, you know, and that's that's a long way to come back up from when it's time to, to jam a receiver. So I always just – my thought process is um, – I can't tell you exactly, but with my hands for sure, to keep my hands up. And for me, it's just like a, a small mechanism. So when I watch tape, because I watch a ton of tape of myself, when I start on my hands low, they're going to end up dropping low. Mm-hmm. Versus when I start them up high, they might drop a little bit, but they're still in the holster ready to punch. Yeah. So that's just like a little a drill and technique I, I use for myself to, to make sure that my hands are ready to press at all time because that's what I'm up there for. No doubt. And when you look at this team, Pete Prisco, you know, we, me and you have gone back and forth when it comes to the odds for certain things. Uh, the Vikings are 40-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl odds, 20-1 uh, to 1 NFC odds. Win total is at 9 right now. And NFC North odds, uh, they're, what, plus 250. When you look at these odds, what's the most intriguing bet for you, Pete? Well, if you're going to take a chance, you might as well go go big and take a chance on 40 to one. Mm-hmm. I mean, if because this team and I love the makeup of the defense, I really do. We talked about that all day today. Yeah. The big fellas in the middle, you can't yeah. run on them anymore. They were run on last year. Right. You get Hunter back and rush the passer. It's yep. going to help you guys in the secondary. Yep. You saw Kendricks was here before and Barr. They're great linebackers. No then you have you two veterans at the corners, and I think Harrison Smith still plays at a high level. And getting Woods in the back end is really going to help yeah, back Woods there. Woods been playing pretty. So good you look at that body of work. This team was known for defense. Mm-hmm. They were bad on defense last year. Yeah. I mean, awful. I mean, they had 23 sacks last yeah. year. So, if you get the defense playing where it should be, you know Cook's going to run the ball, Jefferson's going to hit the big play, and like I always say, 
it all comes down to Kirk Cousins. If he can handle himself in the big situations, then this team can be a deep playoff team. Mm. If he doesn't, then it's going to be a problem. We don't need Kirk Cousins to be Captain Kirk. Just be smart, Kirk. Yep. That's it. Just manage the system and make time. He plays the first five ball games at Cincy, at Arizona. I know Pat has that one circled. Then yep. you got three home games against Seattle, Cleveland, and Detroit. It's a tough schedule. It's a, it is, it's a sneaky, tough schedule. Yeah, and it gets right? really tough as you go throughout it. I think it's like top five, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, it's really tough. Top and even, even you know, talking to Mike Zimmer today, they know it's a tough schedule, but you play what's in front of you, right? Yeah, exactly. By the way, do you have any bad blood going back to play the Cardinals? No, I don't have no bad blood at all. No? You know, every, everything is, everything, it happened. I'm just ready to go back and do what I do. There you go. See, he's. I like a guy that just moves on. Yep. And he holds it all in. And then after he's done, he'll tell everybody about it. <laughs> oh, no question. When it, after it happens, yeah. but leading up to it, yeah. you know what I mean? It is. It's, a, it's another ball game. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, it's yeah. a big ball game for me for sure. No but doubt. No bad blood. No doubt. No doubt. Where you have it, Pete Prisco got an opportunity. Oh, I'm, to I'm defend, just honored to be with you two. Defend his top 100 list. Leaving Micka Fitzpatrick off over a year ago was clearly his best, his worst move in the existence of your list right no and not, it's one of them it's, i mean look in hindsight i should have moved them on there yeah it was the worst <laughs> it was the worst we'll be back in just a second pat p i promised earlier i tell the listeners and viewers more about sonos arc and guess what man that time has come it's being here. back here at training camp it takes me down memory lane to my career and I shared on the show before, I used to be the locker room DJ for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And man, do I wish I had the Sonos Arc back then. I would have been able to control everything from my locker using the Sonos app. And I would have had the place bumping even more. That's because the vocal clarity is pristine and the bass is next level. Mm -hmm. You know you need some good bass to get everyone fired up, especially in the locker room. And it fills the whole room. So even the punters and the kickers would be able to hear <laughs> the sound in their corner of the locker room, and they would have been j bumping as well with the rest of the no guys. About it. We had Ice Cube on the show last week, so before and after the conversation, I put the Sonos Arc in the basement on, and I was bumping Ice Cube. Today was a good day. Yeah. It sounded so, so good, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, I noticed the details in the music that I never heard before. Mm -hmm. I definitely recommend Sonos Arc for everyone, so go to Sonos.com to learn more. We're back, All Things Covered, with Patrick Peterson and Brian McFadden coming from the TCO Performance Center here in Minnesota, the home of the Minnesota Vikings. You see, we brought the show on the road, on the outstanding road, show so far. We love to allow the fans to be a part of the show. So this segment is called Seven Questions. Seven uh -oh. questions, you know why? Pat P, he wears number seven, baby. Yep. So anytime we get a chance to have the fans be a part of the show, we got to make sure they get their questions in. So seven okay. questions is where we get a chance to interact with you, the listeners and the viewers. If you want to have your questions be answered in the future, leave a question attached to a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or hit us up at ATC Cover Pod on Twitter and we may get to it on the show. This question is coming from Maddie May underscore for Pat P. Before the season starts, mm -hmm. do you set a certain amount of goals for yourself? If so, do you have any specific goals set for yourself this season? Uh, I usually do, but this year I'm going to do something different. Um, I did not set any, uh, any individual goals this year. I just want to go out and be me. You know, I know 
when I when I'm me, mm -hmm. I'm at my best. So I can expect the best. Yeah. You know, so this year, Maddie, it's the first year I did not set any goals. But, you know, what I usually did in the past is like, you know, no touchdowns allowed. Mm -hmm. You know, uh double digit pitch, you know, yeah. that's every D B no dream question. and goal. Um, you know, uh, you know, not giving up any hundred yard games. Mm -hmm. You know, just things like that. So uh but this year I did not. Okay. Thank you for your question, Maddie. Uh, this question is coming from Yes Sir Andy. What okay. do you think of the atmosphere at the game this past Saturday against the Broncos? Man, it was unbelievable. You it know, wasn't even a full house though. Yeah, it felt like a full house. Really? You know, it was loud? Oh man, it was loud. You know, it, you know, it wasn't loud for us when the defense was out on the field, but mm -hmm. far as pregame and the school uh chant, yeah. oh man, got my blood hot, man. I wish I had the opportunity to go out there. And play, but I might have opportunity Saturday. No question. We so. have to wait. You might have to wait and see your first appearance. Oh yeah, but it was, it was it was live, dude, man. I loved everything about it, man. DJ was on his P's and mm -hmm. Q's, and um, the fans were just so gracious to be back. Oh, no question. Thank you for your question, yes, sir, Andy. This next question is coming from Matt Mead, 24. Biggest keys to making the playoffs this year. Biggest keys to making the playoff this year, obviously staying healthy, winning my winning our division, and um, and just really just holding every man in the locker room, holding each other accountable. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, that's our goal. You know, staying healthy, win our division, and um, holding holding each and everybody uh, in the locker room accountable because you know that's what we believe those three keys can uh, definitely get us over the hump. No question, it's staying healthy. Yep. Staying healthy. Staying healthy. Matt, thank you for your question. I hope you guys enjoy the show coming from Minnesota. It's a wrap. All things covered coming live from Minnesota. We decided to take the show on the road. No Zoom. We got a chance to be in person here with my guy, Pat P. Check out every check out a new episode every Wednesday on all platforms, podcast platforms, and also check us out on YouTube. Uh, just visit YouTube.com slash All Things Covered. Until next time, peace. Peace.